The following podcast may contain mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, guys and gals. This is Glenn, and welcome to the Glenn Thinks Stuff podcast, episode 51. We're on the other side of 50. So it's all downhill from here. <laughs> but how are you guys doing today? I'm doing well. It's Saturday and I am I have a day off today, so that's pretty good and I'm feeling pretty good about that. I had a good breakfast. I had bacon, egg and cheese biscuit with hash browns and coffee. So I have a fine southern breakfast flowing through my arteries right now. So that's good. I feel fantastic. For the most part, not all the way fantastic, just kind of kind of fantastic. <laughs> Every winter, my skin dries out. Like, all the skin on my body, I guess it's just like, oh, it's cold outside. We're just going to dry out now and itch. And I really don't understand why that happens. Because it's just, I mean, it's just a different temperature. Why, why does, I mean, when you put stuff in the fridge, does it just dry out? You know? That really doesn't make any sense. It seems like it should dry out in the heat more than the than the cold, you know? And I know that I might sound ignorant, and people might be like, yeah, but when you sweat, the sweat comes out in the oil and the lubrication of your skin. I don't know. I don't know why it is the way that it is, but all I know is it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, and my skin is drying out, and I don't like it. Because then you got to slather your whole self up with with, you know, lotion, you know, because you're like, you idiot. You're sitting there just complaining on your podcast of being, about being itchy. And all you have to do is moisturize. Why don't you just moisturize? All, why aren't you moisturizing? All you need to do is moisturize. Well, that's a lot of work, man. That is a lot of work. Every single time that you take a shower, you've got to moisturize. And then your hands throughout the day. God forbid you don't carry around lotion in your pocket. So, yeah, I just, I'll do, like, my arms or my hands and just be like, I can live with the rest. <laughs> Maybe I just need to take, what's that stuff that you take? Uh, the When you itch. I forgot the name of it. The little pink pill. I don't even know if that's for itching. <laughs> the little pink Pepto-Bismol pill is what you take when you itch, let me tell you, Jack. But... It could be worse, you know, it could be worse. Sometimes when when I'm going through an uncomfortable situation in my life, I like to think about things that, you know, it could be worse, like, if I was like this. And I thought about Duckface yesterday. I thought, I thought about, well, I could be, like, one of those people that just took a bunch of Duckface selfies and put them out there on a... On the interweb, you know, a few years ago. Remember that phase? <laughs> remember that? Remember back in them days when there was duck face? I talk about like it was 20, 30 years ago, but it was like a couple years ago. Everybody was making those big, dumb faces. And that's what you would see everywhere as people, I don't know. It wasn't just like a kissy face. It was like a like an the face of an idiot is, is what it was. <laughs> I don't know whoever came up with that. Maybe that all started as a joke, you know, and just took off. Because I think a lot of things that become popular, I think, I don't know, when I see certain things, especially like that, I'm like, is, did, did someone just start that as a joke? You know, were they being serious? Were they being serious when they started that? But I was like, well, that would be worse if there were a bunch of duck face pictures of me 
on the internet. But there's not. So, you know, it's something to be grateful for this holiday season. But I have a lot of things to talk about today. Up front, I just want to um, put this up front. I know I have a little warning at the beginning of my podcast. But if you are easily offended, if this is your first time listening to Glenn Think Stuff, and you are easily offended, this is probably not the podcast that you want to listen to today. Um, You can turn it off and go to, like, number 50. That would be uh, the one for you to go to. I'm not trying to offend anyone. If you've been listening for a while, you probably don't get offended very easily. But I just do this podcast, and it's all in good fun, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful or to offend anybody, but I do respect, you know, certain people have certain feelings, and so I'm just going ahead and putting that out there in front. So, let's get into it. Alright, so Christmas movies. Christmas movies is what I wanted to start talking about today on my podcast. And you're like, good lord. I can't even wait till Christmas is over so Glenn Think Stuff can go back to talking about more important subjects like he usually does. (laughs) But... It is Christmas, and I love Christmas, and I was thinking about it, and I've been thinking about why do I love it so much, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, and it's an evolving thought. You know, it's not like I just figure it out. I think about different reasons why I may be the way that I am. I am whatever I think I am, but uh, (laughs) this is where most podcasters with any self-respect would just hit stop delete and they would start again but not me i just keep rolling with it and say well let's see if i can make this any better because because there's nowhere to go but up so i was thinking about maybe it's because it's the time of year when i like i feel closest to being a kid again you know and i don't know who knows but anyway, I love Christmas movies. I love watching Christmas movies. Some of my favorite um, Christmas movies to watch that never get old are Home Alone. You know, Home Alone's a classic. Home Alone 2's good. They're both... I would I would call them both classics, but Home Alone, the original Home Alone's good. Elf is good. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is good. The Grinch, both the Grinch, the Jim Carrey Grinch and then the Grinch cartoon, those are good. I mean, there's tons of them. There's tons. I'm just not going to sit here naming Christmas movies <laughs> because that's stupid and boring, and I'm not going to do that. But anyway, when I was growing up as a child, um, what we got to watch as far as Christmas movies went in my house were the... Christmas Carol movies, like Ebenezer Scrooge movies, because I grew up kind of in a more of a sheltered home. Like, we were never told there was a Santa Claus. Yeah. My parents were like, well, we're just not going to lie to to our kids. And that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That was their choice. But I kind of do have a little resentment going on in me because I did not get all of the presents because I didn't believe in Santa, so he didn't bring me any presents. So that's pretty messed up. And I thank God that my kids believe in Santa because I couldn't afford 
to do what all Santa does. Um, <laughs> but so I grew up kind of in a sheltered home, so we didn't get to watch a lot of the popular Christmas movies that they were. We got to watch all of the Christmas Carol movies, right? And so to this day, I'm still like, I don't watch those. I don't, I know the story. It was the grumpy old man and the ghost, the three ghosts. And, you know, that's great. He gave Bob Cratchit and Tiny Tim didn't die. And, you know, Bob Cratchit got to put more coal on the fire. Yippity skip to my loo. <laughs> but that is what we, we got to watch coming up. And I'm not saying that to slam um, where I came from at all. I'm just giving you a little background about how it was when I was a kid at Christmas time, you know, and, and like we weren't allowed to watch Home Alone. When Home Alone came out, I don't know why we weren't allowed to watch it. I don't know if they were like, well, the children will, will set booby traps and hurt people if they see that. <laughs> I don't know. Let's give Glenn a good firm paddling for not singing the Christmas carols with enough vigor. <laughs> No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You know, the thing about being sheltered as a kid, and this is what I think, I think that there are a lot of crap parents in the world. There just are. You know? And in my opinion, if you... I'm not talking about people that are in a cult, you know, and I'm not talking about that at all, but I'm talking about, like, if people have certain beliefs, you know, and they do the best that they can as parents, you know, I think that that's all that you can ask for, you know, I think that that's all that you can ask for, and I love my parents to death, and I'm not ashamed of how I came up, it's kind of funny, it makes me laugh when I think about stuff, you know, like that, like, oh, we can't tell them about Santa Claus and Home Alone, no, um, my parents were also British, <laughs> but, Anyway, so that's how it kind of was when, when I was coming up. And so all of these Christmas movies that I started watching, not when I got older, you know, I could finally watch Home Alone when I was 18 years of age. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. I was just a little older than, you know, the average kid. Oh, the Santa Claus. That's another good one with Tim Allen. Uh, a Christmas story, you know, you'll shoot your eye out. I was exactly, see, I've a, I'm tied to that movie because I wanted a Red Ryder BB gun before I ever saw that movie when I was young, when I was forbade from watching it. <laughs> I wanted a Red Ryder BB gun, and so when I got the Red Ryder BB gun, it was like the most awesome Christmas present, you know, that I ever had, or that I ever got, probably. But um, that's kind of how it was when I was coming up. All of these. It was like the Albert Finney, George C. Scott. Those are the two big names that I remember. I think the Albert Finney one was a musical, maybe. And then there was the, uh, there was the, the Muppet Christmas Carol with the Muppets, you know. And not to make a joke about suicide at all, but, you know, that movie would make you want to jump off a bridge. Yeah, maybe like a short bridge where you just break your legs and not have to watch it anymore. <laughs> but I don't watch them. I don't watch them now. But Christmas movies are great, and you should totally, totally watch a 
watch some Christmas movies this season. It just puts you in the mood. It does. You know, and let me encourage you to do this too. If you're driving home and you, you know, see Christmas lights and if you have your kids with you or if you don't have kids and it's just you, slow down a little bit and check them out. You know, it just makes you feel a little bit warm inside. It does. Just don't be such a, such a dick in the mud. You know, if if you're about to turn to go down your street and you see some lights on a house, you know, a few blocks down, you know, just drive down there and check them out. What's it take? Two minutes, two minutes out of your life, you know, and it, you're doing something as an adult, you're doing something kind of, there's no good reason why you should burn your petrol, but it just makes you feel a little bit better, you know? Unless you just hate Christmas, or unless you don't celebrate Christmas, or the holidays, or whatever, you know. But let me just encourage you to to let the little bit of wonder, the shred of wonder that's left in the cold deadness of your heart, you know, just let it be free. And you will be happier, I'm telling you. You will. I am. I am happier doing that. But anyway, so... so Oh, off the rails we go. Oh, off the rails we go. I'm recording a podcast. It's off the rails we go. All right. So I wanted to tell you guys a little story, and I don't know. It it, kind of is crazy that I haven't told you this story yet because I've been doing this podcast for um, some months now. Let me sip my coffee. Man, warm coffee on a cold morning is good. Warm coffee on a hot morning is good. Just warm coffee is good. Hey, do you know what I was thinking about? Let me say this before I tell you the story. I was thinking about, like, the afterlife. Uh, I think it was yesterday I was thinking about or day before. One of the days. There's a lot of days. And I can't keep up with them all. And I think a lot of stuff, so I can't keep it all organized. But, anyway, I was thinking about the afterlife. And I was thinking about, um, I think it was the day before yesterday. I was thinking about how as we go through life, we are kind of, we kind of interpret everything that happens on a timeline. Like we we live on a timeline and we're bound by time, right? And so that's how we perceive, it's like past, present, and future, right? So I was thinking, okay, when you die, when you dead, you're not, the time doesn't matter anymore. It's like there's no more time once you're dead because you're just dead. I guess that depends on your beliefs, but just hear me out because this is just a thought I had. It's not like I believe this because it's based on nothing but my own thought. So it was, it's just something kind of cool to think about. I posted something like a joke about on Twitter, but if you don't follow me on Twitter, you should. It's at Glenn Think Stuff. But anyway. So I was thinking, if you're not bound by time anymore when you die, like when you die, it's just foreverness. Like there's just foreverness. You know, there's no more time. So is everybody that you are leaving behind, like say you're surrounded by your family and loved ones, when you die, are they already there? You know, you think you're leaving them behind because you're stepping into another realm where there is no more time, maybe. And so if you go there, 
are they already there? Is everybody already there that you know? It was just something neat that I thought about. But that doesn't have anything to do with anything. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny at all. But it's just something that I thought about. So, anyway, to, you know, go back to making a point and telling the story that I was going to tell a minute ago. I can't believe that I haven't told this story on my podcast. It's a story that... um Several, several, several of my friends, um, several, that's a hard word. <laughs> uh, several of my friends have asked me to tell, I can't even count how many times over the years because they think it's funny. And, uh, and it wasn't funny to me at the time that it happened, but it's, it's kind of funny to me now. And, uh, and so I'm going to tell it today. Right. So it was about, I don't know, I was in my early 20s. It was maybe 15-ish years ago or so. I was working third shift, right? I was working third shift. And for anybody that has worked third shift before or that listens to my podcast and works third shift, you know that it is rough. You know that third shift is rough. And so I was working third shift and uh, I would go out to I, I smoked back then I smoked cigarettes and uh and I drank tons of coffee when I worked third shift you know just being healthy trying even though I'm on third shift looking out for my health smoking light cigarettes Winston lights and drinking lots of pots of coffee and so I would go out on my break I would go out to the little smoking area and smoke cigarettes and there was a guy that I worked with um that was a maintenance man and he was let's just call him for the sake of the story i'm not going to use his name let's just call him the john f kennedy (laughs) let's call him john f kennedy for the sake of my story so a lot of times this maintenance guy john f kennedy would be out at the smoking area and he would bum you know cigarettes or whatever off me or you know buy a cigarette off me i'd usually just gave him a cigarette when he needed one and when he didn't have one, you know, because there were the people, you know, the, you know, the people that come to work and they smoke at work, but they're hiding it from their spouse, you know, and, uh, and so John F. Kennedy, he'd get a cigarette and he was always tired. I think it was in school, you know, at the time too, he was in school and, so, um, we would sit out there and smoke and he'd be so tired. I remember looking over at him and he'd be sitting there and he'd, he'd just nod off. And I could tell when he'd fall out because the cigarette would fall out of his hand onto the ground, you know, when he was sitting there. And, uh, and so I was out there a good bit with him and, you know, we weren't really, I wouldn't say we're friends at all. We weren't really friends at all. It was just somebody that was there. And, um, and... John F. Kennedy was like a big, he was about twice the size of me, right? And I'm, I'm 6'2", about a buck 85, a buck 90, somewhere in there. And, uh, maybe I was a little, I had a little bit less weight on me back then because I hadn't fully embraced the dad bod that I, um, cherish and hold dear now. (laughs) But, uh, But John F. Kennedy was like a big dude, right? He was a big African-American man. And uh, and I'm not just saying uh, that he was an African-American dude. uh, Just to say it is relevant to my story, okay? So that's the backstory. So 
when I was that young, I smoked cigarettes. Like I said, I don't smoke cigarettes now. You shouldn't smoke cigarettes. You shouldn't use tobacco. It rots your guts, your lungs. It just ain't good for you. But um, but I did, right? And every once in a while, I smoked um, black and miles. Um, remember black and miles cigars? They're like a little cigar, um, like a miniature cigar, and they have a little tip, a plastic tip on the end of them like the original black and miles right every once in a while i would have like a little box of black and miles i think there were four or five uh cigars in the box and uh and i would uh you know puff on a black and miles and put it out and black and miles are are cigars with pipe tobacco but they are cheap they are so cheap it's like black and miles are the poor man's Cuban. <laughs> you know, they just are. <laughs> and there's no good reason for people to smoke. You know, I, I, I can't think of a good reason to smoke black and miles unless you're like a crack dealer in Brooklyn or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a horrible, it's a horrible smelling, you know, thing and anybody that smoked used to smoke black and miles knows what i'm talking about so don't get all judgy on me but anyway so i would smoke these black and miles you know and that's just not good for you at all and they don't smoke and they're cheap but anyway so one night i was headed out on my break and at work and i was headed out the door and um it was probably let's just say it was probably three in the morning Two or three in the morning. All right. So I'm walking out to the smoking area and I pass my friend John F. Kennedy and I pass, um, it's him and another guy that I'm passing, right? And the other guy is actually bigger than John F. Kennedy. The other guy is huge. I mean, this guy looks like a lineman, right? And, um, like my frame's just not even big enough to hold all the muscle that this dude had. Right, so there was two of them. I knew both of them. They're both cool. They're both cool with me. Well, I just was walking by and I looked at John F. Kennedy and I was like I was like, Hey dude, you wanna hit a black man? You know? And I was like <laughs> I was talking about like a black and mile. You wanna hit a black man, you know? Like but I guess that the way I said it in the middle of the night, I was tired. I didn't put the little comma in between black and man, right? And so it sounded like, do you want to hit a black man? Instead of, do you want to hit a black man? You know, and maybe I didn't do the question mark uppy voice at the end where your voice is supposed to go uppy at the end of a question. You know, like they teach you in grade school, when there's a question mark, your voice goes uppy. And so my voice didn't go uppy, you know? my voice stayed normal and he turned around my friend john f kennedy or the dude i work with john f kennedy turned around and his eyes got all big and he said do i want to hit a black man right and like panic went over my body panic went over my whole body nobody was around this is the middle of the night and i was like this is how it ends this is how it's all gonna end you know, my life started flashing before my eyes. You know, remember the lemonade stand that I had when I was a boy and selling lemonade and 
Remember being that dumb shepherd in the Christmas play? <laughs> no, that's not true at all. That's not true. I, the life didn't flash before my eyes. But I did panic. I panicked and I was like, uh, uh. And I was just like, I was like, no, <laughs> no, dude. And the other, when I looked at the big guy that was with John F. Kennedy, he was already kind of smirking. He was smirking. And I was like, uh, and I was pulling black and miles out of my, my chest pocket, like my pocket on my shirt. And I was like, you want to hit a black and miles, you know, like I'm going to give you a cigar. And I was like, man, leave it to me. This is, this is how it's going to, I'm going to die. I'm going to be beaten to death. And, and, you know, a cigar is going to roll out of my pocket and, and they're going to say, oh, and then I'm just going to get buried in a field somewhere. And my parents are going to be like, ah, we have other kids. It's all right. One, one out of however many ain't bad. <laughs> but, I mean, it all ended cool. But to this day, like the people that were around that, that I still talk to from those days, like they love for me to tell that story. And uh, because it was just like, just panic went over me. And I admitted it. You know, I'm, I, I could act all hard. I could act all hard and be like, man, I was not afraid of nothing ever in my life. But there are certain times in your life when certain things happen. And if you're honest about what happens in those situations, it's it's worth it because you just get a laugh out of it. And so the fact that I thought that I was going to be beaten for being mistaken as a racist and saying something racially charged... Um, that is just <laughs> that's just funny to me but anyway so there's that story right and before i go into my next segment this is the segment that some people might find kind of offensive so if you've listened this long you might want to stop but i i've thought about not doing this and then i just decided to go with it because it's my podcast and things that make me laugh I'm not laughing at being insensitive, right? And so here's here's the deal. Like, everything that's been on the news this week, every time that I've turned on any kind of news station or news channel, and I don't sit around watching the news because there's so much negativity from all sides, it seems like. I like to hit... Um, the big stuff like just so I can keep up with what's going on but as far as putting all of this garbage into my mind non-stop I have stopped doing that because it's just not my deal right it's just not I think that people no matter what they believe and I'll keep saying this I think that no matter what you believe you can be my friend you know, I don't care if we do not have the same religious beliefs, political beliefs, the same upbringing, the same preferences when it comes to social issues in life. If you are a good person, I think that we can still be friends and we can talk. And so that's just my personal belief. But every time I turned on the news this week, it was always something about George Bush. One of the the Bush daddy, George H.W.P., Martin Bush, whatever his name was. George H.W., I think. Bush died, right? So everybody's like, Bush, 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 Bush. And me, personally, 
I like to hear that word. That word, bush, bush, makes me laugh when I hear it (laughs) and when I say it. It just does. Something about the word bush, I like to say it. I think it's funny, you know? And some words, like I talked about last week, bringing TT back, bush and TT. Bush and TT, you know? Those are both funny words. And so... You know, I was just thinking about the, the the word bush this week. And I was talking on the phone to my sister. And I was like, we were just having a conversation about something. And I said, um, you know what I want to do? I want to read, like, the children's book, Goodnight Moon, and replace a bunch of the words with bush. <laughs> and that's not to be disrespectful. This is not to be disrespectful to uh, George Bush or his family or anybody, you know? That's not what I'm trying to do here. I just, I started saying it in my head. I was like, the cow jumped over the bush. And it just started to make me laugh. So I was like, I don't know if I should do that because people were like, oh, I'm sensitive about things and words. I'm sensitive. And, you know, if you are sensitive, please turn this off. And, you know, I, I don't want anybody to get offended, but you do have the, I'm giving you the opportunity to just walk now if you want, because the rest of us are going to proceed. So this is story time with Glenn. everybody tonight is story time with glenn thanks the podcast and tonight i'm gonna read goodnight bush in the gray green room there was a telephone and a red balloon and a picture of the cow jumping over the bush (laughs) and there were three little bears sitting on chairs and two little kittens and a pair of mittens and a little toy house and a young mouse and a comb and a brush and a bowl full of bush (laughs) and a quiet old lady who was whispering bush Good night, room. Good night, bush. Good night, cow jumping over the bush. Good night, light and red balloon. Good night, bears. Good night, chairs. Good night, kittens. Good night, mittens. Good night, clocks and socks. Good night, little house and good night, mouse. Good night, comb. Good night, brush. Good night, nobody. Good night, bush. And good night to the old lady whispering bush. (laughs) Good night, stars. Good night, air. Good night, bushes everywhere. All right. (laughs) Okay, so we got through that. And I hope that you're all still with me. Are you there? Is anybody there still? But thank you for checking out the Glenn Thanks Stuff podcast today. I really, really, really appreciate you listening to my podcast. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes... I would ask that you leave me a review, an honest review, however many stars. You know, I hope that you like it, but I know that I don't tickle everybody's boat, like they say. So um, if you do that, it just helps me uh, get bumped up in search results so more people can find this podcast. If there is anything that you want to complain about or vent about or suggest or that you want me to talk about on this podcast, you can email me. Glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com. Glenthinkstuff at yahoo.com. All one big word with the squiggly A in the middle. And uh, and I'll totally uh, talk about anything that you want me to talk about 
or take heed to your suggestions. So you can do that. You can also f- find me on Twitter at Glenn Think Stuff. Uh, you can follow me and I'll follow you and we'll walk around in a circle. So you can also do that. In lieu of any kind of financial support that I would ask for for doing this podcast, I mean, because if I were you, I wouldn't pay for this. I would, I would, I would, I would pay for this at all. But uh, I thought about a while back something cool that I could do uh, for my listeners is find um, charities um, that are worthy charities, like that are good people doing good stuff. And say to my listeners, if you want to, donate to these causes instead of giving me your dollars. Um, And for the month of December, I thought that I would put a link up on my Twitter page and in the notes of my podcast for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. And um, this is a worthy cause. There are a lot of sick kids and a lot of kids with cancer. Um, St. Jude's does so much good work, you know, for these people because the families, even if you, if you have private insurance, these families don't receive a bill. They just want to end, uh, cancer in children. And so they work with all these kids and they say, look, you know, when you bring your kid here to be treated, you don't have to worry about lodging. You don't have to worry about food, money. You just have to worry about your kid and be with your child. And what an awesome, awesome, you know, thing to donate to and give money to. Um, if it's a dollar, it's a dollar. You know what I mean? If it's like, if you're a rich millionaire and you have nothing better to do with your life than sit here and listen to me, <laughs> then, uh, then give a lot of money to St. Jude's because it's totally a worthy cause. If, I mean, I'm not pressuring anybody. I don't want you to feel pressured to give. I'm just saying, if you just are like, man, all these dollars, I don't even know what to do with them. Give them to St. Jude's. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, I hope that everybody is well, and I hope that you have a safe and productive uh, few days before the the big holidays are coming. Everybody, you know, just relax, take time to enjoy the season because there's so much rushing around this time of year. Everybody's rushing around. I've been rushing around, but I'm I downshifted. I'm starting to downshift. The activities have kind of started to taper off a little bit for me. So I'm going to, you know, eat some popcorn. You know, the kind of the big tins that you get, the three different kinds. I'm going to eat some of that and watch some Christmas movies and just feel jolly in my soul is what I'm going to do. And um, I hope that all of you have an awesome, awesome week. And I'll talk to you next week. Peace out.